What I see a lot of my clients, what stops them is they don't have the plan. They don't know the right steps to take. And they definitely don't know the steps to take in the right order or the right sequence of things before they launch a podcast or start an online course or whatever it is. And what I know to be true is that if you did that and just came up with what are some possible action steps I could take to overcome these obstacles, and then you start taking them, just little steps every day, that's when the compound effect starts to happen that I was just talking about. That's also when the universe shows up to support you. We want to uncover these subconscious blocks. You want to find them because as soon as you find them and move through them, What's up, Style Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Style for Life podcast with your girl, Katie. Thank you so much for being here. I am so freaking grateful for you. I know there's a ton of other podcasts that may or may not be as cool as this one, and I'm just so, 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 so grateful that you're here. So shout out to my OGs for your continuous support and welcome to anyone who's new to the show. My goal with this show is to show up each week, inspire you, offer new ways of thinking, sharing real life experience with myself and people that I love, that I've connected with, that I bring on the show that have inspired me or have been part of the journey along the way. This is just a space to get together, be vulnerable, pick apart just life and how we can continue to create the life and style that we desire and we deserve through sharing style strategies and mental wellness and emotional wellness, thoughts, strategies, mindset shifts, and above all else, build super fucking deep self-confidence and self-respect. Because I believe that's where we really get to show up in our lives. And that's when we become the true, magnetic, majestic, iconic, epic, juicy versions of ourselves. So thank you for being here today. And I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest. And I cannot wait for you guys to tune in to today's episode. So today is a repeat guest. Kristen Swanson, she's an execution coach and a style squad hottie, but more than that, Kristen plays a really important role and holds a special place for me in the journey of the podcast. Like, honestly, I don't even know if this podcast would exist if it wouldn't have been for a group coaching call that I was on with Kristen that Kristen was leading back in 2019. I was like hiding in my daughter's room. I don't know why I was in her room, <laughs> probably because I didn't have my, well, the closet definitely wasn't the closet it is today with the cute ass lipstick on the wall and all decked out. But I was like, my cl- daughter's room was like the furthest room away from like where everyone hangs out downstairs. And I'm like hiding in the corner, sitting next to her closet on this group coaching call with all these amazing women. And I can't remember exactly because it was 2019, a lot's happened since then, what the call was about, but everyone was just sharing like, big things that they wanted to do in their life and like the next steps that they were going to take them. And I'm just like listening. And this is the power of community. And this is why I've created the Style Squad. But I'm sitting there and I'm listening. And I'm like, fuck, these things are amazing. And of course, I had a little imposter syndrome because I was like, what am I doing here? And then at the same time, because you can have two emotions at the same time, conflicting ones, I was super fucking inspired because these women were being really real and vulnerable. Like they were like, yes, I'm badass women doing an amazing thing. And this shit's scary. 
And I love that. And I really try to infuse that into these podcasts with you guys too, because this is real life and real life is real, right? So we're sitting on the call, we're going through it. And out of my mouth, like, who the fuck was I? I said, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, literally was having like an out of body experience. I was like, what is happening? And Kristen was the person leading that call that day. And she said, well, why can't you? And just that one simple question shifted everything for me. Started the podcast, started the styling business. Here we are continuing to grow, continuing to just peel back the layers of life to continuously create a life that I desire and deserve. So like I said, Kristen holds a special place in my heart and I love her energy because she does this. This is what she does. She teases out those things out of us in this super gentle, compassionate way. I have really big energy and like sometimes I'm just like blowing through so fast that I miss a lot of things. And I love people like Kristen who just come in with this compassionate, easy, calm energy and then inspire you like that. So I asked Kristen to come back on the show because she's amazing. And we really dug into mastering your own excuses. So whether it's an excuse about why you can or cannot get dressed every day, why or why not you have a styler every day, why or why not you can wear certain things, or why you can or cannot start a podcast, ask for the promotion, start a business, help your kid do the thing, like whatever it is, today is going to resonate with you. So we dug in really deep on how to master your own excuses, simple strategies to work through them. I think Kristen offered some really, really, really good ideas. Um, and we really just did this like really curious play back and forth of like, how do we do that? Because the one thing is this shit never ends <laughs> and you're always doing this. So we just really talked candidly about how to master our own excuses, how to know if we're making an excuse or if something's really not for us. And it was a really, really good eye-opening show. We talked about moving through really big resistance. Um, we shared personal stories. I truly enjoyed it. I think you guys will take so much from it. There was a lot of really good gems in here. Kristen's whole thing is how to execute with ease. And I'm sure you would agree with me that we all are looking to incorporate a little bit more ease into our lives. So strap on for a really good, thought-provoking, relatable, funny podcast episode today. We jump into identities, personalities, how to overcome them, and I think it's super, super juicy. So before I let you go, if you enjoyed today's episode and it moves you in any way, make sure you share it with a friend or you can share it on Insta and tag me. But honestly, the easiest, um, best way for you to help me grow this podcast and get it to as many amazing people as we can is to rate and review the show. And I have a special offer for you. If you rate and review the show this month for all of April, I am going probably even into May, I will gift you a free, no strings attached copy of the Shop by a Stylist Spring Shopping Experience and Trends Report. It's so juicy. It's out there. People have been buying it. 
The promo price is not effective anymore. So currently it's selling at $37. We just did our live styling masterclass in the Style Squad and I got so many amazing questions. So you can get access to the book, you can get access to the digital closet, and you can get access to the replay if you want to hear us go through each thing one by one. And I share how to style each of the trends, how to shop. Some The squad asked really, really good juicy questions about how to mix the different things with outfits and things they already have. We talked about mindset shifts around shopping certain brands. And we talked a lot about style over 40 or style like as a mom and what that looks like and where we can shop and where we're not allowed to shop. So it's all the things. It's not about just being cute and on trend. It was a really solid deep dive and how to make it work for us, how to make it easy and how to stop fucking making excuses and letting ourselves dress the way that we want to dress. So take a screenshot, rate, review the podcast, take a screenshot, email me, Katie at Katie Just Styled, and I will send you a response back with your copy of the Shop by a Stylist Spring Experience. Yay, it's going to be amazing. If you're listening to today's episode and we talk a lot about identities and we talk a lot about shifting habits and we talk about going deep into who we are and understanding ourselves really well, I wanted to let you know that you, if you are struggling with this when it comes to your style, that you can go onto katiejustyle.com backslash quiz and you can get a copy of my style archetype quiz that really breaks down into helping you understand what your archetype is through the quiz and then how that style archetype dresses. There's style tips in there. There's anecdotal notes in there about you might be this if you're attracted to this. So you can really start to understand like the things that you love and the things that you don't love. And you can really read through all of the archetypes, not just yours, because I believe personally that we move through many different phases. And we talk about that today on the podcast is we're very multidimensional people, right? Like one of my friends says, we're human. (laughs) We're not perfect. Like, yes, we're the people that do things, but we don't do them every day. Like if we do something 80% of the time, we identify with someone as someone who does those things. So, so much good juice. All of this will be in the show notes. If you want to get in contact with Kristen and learn more about her programs and how she can help you, or if you're just looking for inspiration on Instagram, so much good free content out there. So wherever you're at on your journey, it's all here for you. Everything will be in the show notes. And I really, really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget, take a screenshot, rate, review the podcast, send it to me, and you will get a free copy of Shop by a Stylist because it's spring and spring's amazing. It's a beautiful, beautiful time to clean out the space and get clear on who you are and how you want to feel in your closet, in your wardrobe every day. All right. Without further ado, I will hand it over to today's episode interview with Kristen Swanson, execution coach and style squaddy, and I will see you on the flip side. What's up, Kristen? I'm so excited to have you back on the show. I know today's going to be juicy. Today, Kristen's on the show. She's an execution coach, and I have to say it, a style squad hottie. One of the founding members of the Style Squad and Kristen holds a super dear uh, spot in my heart because you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast if Kristen didn't say, why can't you start a podcast? So thank you so much for coming back on the show. I can't wait to chat today. 
Thank you for having me. What a fun intro. I love that. Yes, this podcast is a perfect example of a Someday Win project. Yes. So I'm super excited to jump into that, what that means, how you help ladies. So if you can just do a quick little intro of who you are, and then let's get into mastering our excuses. Okay, good. So I help people execute their someday when projects with ease. So someday when project sounds a little bit like this. Someday when I have more time, what I really want to do is launch a podcast, start an online course, move from one-on-one coaching to group coaching, or quit my job and start a start a business or whatever it is. And it a lot of my clients are successful professionals. That's not missing. The success is not missing. What's missing is the soul-led goals. So they are successful, which is why they're so busy and they feel like they have no time or energy to do the thing. And there's all kinds of reasons. And so we'll talk about excuses in a second, but things that are real life obstacles getting in the way. And so my business was my own Someday When project. And I kind of had to leave corporate twice before I really left corporate. And so I know the real excuses of, so in the 2009 recession, when I left, when I turned one of my biggest clients into my second corporate job that I had to leave, I, my excuse then was I need the flexibility. I need the paycheck. My husband and I were both self-employed. It's a recession. I have kids, all of those things. Well, those excuses kind of turned into tomorrow's excuses, which were, I'm a breast cancer survivor and I need the health insurance. So that just gives you an example of it's real life stuff, real obstacles, and you can still take action during those excuses. (laughs) So we can talk more about that. But what I do is I help people move through that resistance. And my whole thing is like, we might not have a someday. So why are we waiting? And why not just start small and start now? I love that you said, well, everything you said was genius, but I love that you said we might not have a someday. Something that I go back and forth with, my husband and I have this conversation constantly, that battle of, well, full transparency, he's a saver and I'm a spender. So we're constantly having these someday conversations. I'm like, but what if we die tomorrow and we didn't go take that trip? Right, exactly. And and I think some people don't even like it when I say that, but it's true. And And why not look from that perspective? It really puts things into perspective. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting we block that one out. Let me ask you a question before we jump into excuses, because you said something that I feel like I am constantly struggling with, and I'm sure someone listening to this too. How do we know, and maybe the, the, maybe we don't know, how do we know the difference between something being an excuse or it being like, it, it's something you really don't want to do, or you'd say like real life things, like there are real life things, but I know that a lot of them are excuses And uh, I think, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm like stumbling over this. How do we know if it's really an excuse or if it's really not the right time? Okay. Such a good question. And I wish there was a real black and white answer just because that's who I am and what I wish for, but there is (laughs) every day. (laughs) And, and, and there's, strategies. So one of them being checking in with yourself. I mean, there's something about your body wisdom here that we just need to embrace. Mm 
and listen to. And when we're so busy going from meeting to meeting and kid activity to kid activity and like living this crazy life of cell phones and dings and all the distractions, you, you aren't really always checking in with your body wisdom. So, so one step is to quiet yourself in some ways so that you can actually hear what's trying to come through. But usually deep down, you know, and you'd kind of need to get quiet enough to listen. So one thing is to actually say it out loud. So a lot of times we go about life and, you know, that's just an excuse and we're just saying that in our head and then it just, you just put it out. And so we're not going to do that. Right. Because, and you don't even like give it, let it come out of your mouth because you're just thinking these limiting beliefs and you're, but when you speak it out loud And so this is why I encourage people to have accountability partners and like-minded friends. And I think we should talk about what you taught me, like through a friend, a mutual friend, audio filing. I don't even know if you know, I don't even know if you call it that. So we should talk about that. But what I call it sometimes is outing yourself where you literally like just say the thing out loud. What I'm telling myself is that I can't do this because I need the health insurance. But, you know, but maybe you don't even know that's a block. Maybe you really think you can't do it because you need the health insurance. And but if you say it out loud, you can kind of, first of all, get it out of yourself. There's something about physically getting it out. You can also journal, which helps. And so getting that that excuse out of your body <laughs> in some way, voice, written, whatever it is, and then reflecting on it and questioning it. Is it really true? And then sometimes when you say it to somebody else, they might be able to reflect back to you. And I do say trusted, like-minded people, because if you say it to your mom and she wants to keep you safe, might not be the perfect person to say it to, right? She might completely agree. You need the health insurance. So... So it's um so it's about like be helping yourself see fully and then and then checking in is it true and you might need to like sit with it for a while and then checking in with your body i think you kind of feel it on like a gut level if you really sit with it on, on whether it's true or not so those are just some things i mean there's so many different ways to do it i also am a big believer in all the energy work and therapy and all the different things that also help you. Self-awareness is just a huge part of it. Oh, I love outing yourself because that's exactly what happened with me with the podcast. I know exactly where I was. I know I can just picture the room perfect that morning and we were on a call and everyone was kind of laying out their someday wins. Like if I could do anything, I would do this. And it was my turn. I'm just like, out of my mouth was like, I started a podcast and I was like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> I was like, who is that? <laughs> where the fuck have you been hiding? <laughs> well, that is the perfect example because you put yourself in a setting where that question was even asked. Yes. So that's another one, right? Like surround yourself with people who are going to ask those kinds of questions. And those kinds of environments where people want to know that kind of thing, that's another one. Yeah. So once you, yeah. And, and knowing that outing yourself, because what happens is it is kind of a whisper 
So those soul led goals, it is kind of a whisper in the back of your mind, but usually like, let's say you wouldn't have said that out loud at that time. I bet that whisper would have come and come again and it doesn't really go away. So that's kind of why I say, why not listen to it? Yeah. No, you're exactly right. It doesn't go away. Cause when I was starting to launch the style squad, I had got the whisper for it back in like October of 2022 and because I'd had that experience of sharing it, and because I have learned <laughs> that I process all my feelings through talking, I had started telling people and telling people and telling people. But I told people for like three months, almost four months before I even took action on it. And it was that process. And it's exactly what you said, that like-minded, trusted people, which it was exactly what I was trying to build for myself as well. Um, community, well, everything. Yeah. And I mean, that's a perfect example of like, I call that like speaking it into existence. Mm. Talking about it for three months is that's really not that long. I think that's perfect. Right. So you <laughs> talk about it for three months and then it became reality. But the talking about it can even be the baby step that you take in the right direction. And I have clients that have talked about things for years. Right. And so you, you really, and, and, or had the whisper for years and it kind of, and then the, the other thing that my clients often experience is the layer of guilt on top of yeah. not listening to the whisper and just the beating themselves up that they haven't listened to it and they know they really want to. So, so that's kind of that excuses part. Yeah. Um, one other thing you said that I think is real important is when we talk it out loud is like whatever those blocks are like the health insurance is a really good one because that was one of mine because now my husband and I are both entrepreneurs I kept saying things out loud and then you say it out loud and the people around you don't have your same blocks they don't have your same perception or your and you say well what about health insurance and then someone says oh well you could just do this yeah. and you're like I didn't even know that existed and that's exactly what happened to me with health insurance, actually. My husband didn't happen to know that we could have through his, since he, since his business is an LLC or whatever, that he could actually get the insurance through that. I mean, I don't know. We just hadn't, I was so scared of the topic that I hadn't explored it. Like I didn't Google it. I didn't look, I was scared. And, and that's what we're talking about. These steps are scary. And I mean, being a breast cancer survivor, I mean, obviously that one is charged for me, but a lot of them are for other people too, other reasons. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Thank you for helping me discern that. And I think what you said is makes a lot of sense on knowing the difference between like, is it an excuse or is it really not the right time? Because I do believe in divine timing and I know you do as well. So let's talk about the excuses. I was listening to a podcast the other day, a Jim Fortin podcast, which is funny because I haven't really listened to his podcast before. And he said that there's really three buckets that almost all excuses fall under. And it was like time, energy, or money. Like those are the three, like you can, well, however that shows up for you, it could be all these things where they kind of show up into that. And of course I was like, time to turn this off because I feel like you're calling me out. <laughs> So what do those excuses look like? I know for me, I know what my clients, what those excuses, how they feel for them. So I'm interested to see if there's alignment, because I think there's a ton of alignment in our goals and our daily habits around getting dressed, because we have to get dressed every day, what we eat, because we have to eat every day, and those little teeny micro habits. So let's play the excuses game. 
Okay. Okay. So I love those three buckets because I think that's absolutely where they fall. Time is probably the biggest one that I hear. I don't have time. I have a full-time job and busy home life, kids. And then there, then there's this like, you don't understand. There Really, there is no time. I can't even squeeze one minute out of my days. And then we just uncover little things. Like it doesn't need to be a lot of time that you find. So, so I think time is probably the biggest one. And, um, and then there, I mean, this one, I can't think of the actual excuse, but what I often find when digging is the over delivering. So I think, I think the excuse is time, but that, that they don't have time. But then when we really get down to it, it's like, over delivering on client stuff, on work stuff, on home stuff, on parenting stuff. So involved in all of this stuff. And we are not asking, I'm not really asking for more than like 15, 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, you know, an hour max a day to work on your Sunday win project. So you can find that with, you know, uncovering these things. So I think the other one, energy, I don't know that people call it that, but they feel just run ragged. So the excuse might be burnt out, don't, you know, I I just, at the end of the day, I don't even, the other one is, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. The place so, of ignorance. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think energy and time are a little interchangeable, right? Because when, right. oh, I just don't have the energy to do that because I can't imagine trying to find the time. That's how it right. feels for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, and then I think money, was that the other one? Money. So, so with, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and a lot of it is sometimes outsourcing. And so investing in like a virtual assistant, for instance, tons of resistance around that, you know, it's just faster if I do it myself why would I do that you know all of those I'm not ready yet that wouldn't make sense yet all of the it's too it's too hard to find the person and I've I've tried that I've tried that I I work better when the person is with me physically so a virtual wouldn't work for me that kind of stuff and and I just there's I think paying attention to just there's always something there's always a reason why not and and then just checking in is that your resistance or is that really stopping you yeah is there any other um excuses that you know that maybe they don't have to fall like into those three buckets that you hear all the time on repeat there's one specifically that i'd like to talk about but i was wondering if there's any ones that i don't know about that you've that come up for you a lot i'm not good enough is underneath it that's underneath the over delivering right because yeah. when I did that, I was like, to me, that's my need to constantly prove my worth and my value through working really hard. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then, and then that doesn't just show up in running my business. That's also, you know, how I am with my kids or my husband or my friends. And it's like going above and beyond for every other person except for myself. Right. And that's not where the power lies. If you're going to over deliver and get all this like external, I mean, it's like we externally want somebody to say you, thank you. You're doing all of this, which never really happens, but we're, we're chasing that illusion. Whereas if you just light yourself up from the inside and prioritize and it doesn't need to be a lot, but prioritize those things that you want 
that is so much more powerful. Yes. Just put on an amazing outfit. <laughs> I can't help myself. I was like, I knew how to light you up from the inside. Um, let's talk about this excuse of age. Cause this is one that comes up a lot for me is like the, oh, I could never because I'm X amount of age or are people my age allowed to do X, Y, and Z? Does that one show up for you a lot when people are getting stuck in those ruts? It, that one shows up mostly for me with the social media presence. So I could, I could see why it's the same thing as what you hear, right? Because that's kind of like an external like view of how people see me or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so with social media presence, and that could even be the tech. It doesn't always have to be, you know, me on video is challenging, which is another big one. But yeah, yeah. Age. I think that's a good one. Yeah. So how do we move past these excuses? So we know that these are the excuses. We all have them. We all hear them. I mean, all of them. I feel like I've felt them at some point or another through whatever the journey is, whether, oh, I have to over deliver. There's not enough time. I can't do anything. And then the belief that like I have to work really hard so I can't get anything done in 15 minutes. Like 15 minutes is not enough time to actually create anything of quality because I have to work really, really hard to do something really good, which is so much bullshit. Like that's one I've had to really work through myself was like, I actually can get decent chunks of stuff done, at least to leapfrog me to the next thing. And and then I think that, I mean, that sort of that all or nothing, like, and it's the same thing with working out. People think, well, you know, I need to go to the class. I need to go to the class. It needs to be, or whatever the thing is that you want to be doing, but even a walk around the block is a little bit better than nothing. (laughs) So it's similar to that in this, like, we definitely, that's the, the other thought pattern is like, that's too easy. There's no way like 15 minutes is going to do anything for me. But the idea is, is that it's repeatedly every day, it will have a compound effect, but you have to do it in order to experience what that compound effect is. And you have to give it a chance. And 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 then you'll see it and then you won't be questioning it anymore. But the fact of giving it a chance when your brain is saying, oh, that's too simple. I need a better strategy than that. You know, so, so challenging those excuses. So, so what to do to master your excuses? I mean, the first one is definitely say it out loud and, or write, write it. If you feel like you can't say it out loud, write as a starting place to just start to move through it. And then for me and my clients, there is something about seeking out those blocks and excuses. Like it's not a bad thing. We want to uncover these subconscious blocks. You want to find them because as soon as you find them and move through them, that's you're you're getting there. <laughs> and it's a huge it's stopping you. And if you don't even look at it, you can't move through it if you don't even know it's there. So that's that's a big one right there. Questioning whether it's true or not. I like um, like a mind map or a journaling exercise or something to question whether it's true. And like, so what are some possible ways that I could overcome this? And just doing a mind map and like coming up with possible ways, possible solutions, possible actions. What I see a lot of my clients, what stops them is they don't have the plan. They don't know the right steps to take. And they definitely don't know the steps to take in the right order or the right sequence of things before they launch a podcast or start an online course or whatever it is. 
And what I know to be true is that if you did that and just came up with what are some possible action steps I could take to overcome these obstacles, and then you start taking them, just little steps every day. And that's when the compound effect starts to happen that I was just talking about. That's also when the universe shows up to support you. So when you're telling the universe, I'm doing this, and you're prioritizing it at like the beginning of your day, every day before like life comes at you and sucks up all your time <laughs> and you make space for that. And then it's, it's like, you're claiming I'm doing this. And then the synchronicities show up. That's when the little, Oh, that's so weird that you just called because I was just thinking about you or that's so weird. I just heard that on the podcast that I listened to today. And then she said that to me yesterday wow, maybe I should take that course or maybe I should look into this. And and then you're like, say you find yourself saying that all the time and it's not weird. It's divine timing. It's because you, I believe that desire was planted in you for a reason. And so you're meant to do that thing. And so when you start doing that thing, the universe is like, okay, we're doing this. Here we go. Here, follow these little nudges. These are your little clues. Follow the breadcrumbs. I love that so much. Um, I agree with you a thousand percent that I do think once you put it out there that you like, you then you have the opposite problem. It's like you can't get away from it. Exactly. Which is good. Good, good, good. And then, okay, so now we're talking about excuses. Another layer of excuses comes now. (laughs) Big one. And so the more you lean into your soul-led goals, that's when the big resistance comes in. And, 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 and I believe that's your best indicator of the fact that you're headed in the right direction. When you are scared, you're scared. Can we talk through that one? Because I feel like I'm scared every damn day. How do you? Yeah. I mean, the fact that you're scared every day is good is a good thing means you're in your sweet spot and you're continuing to challenge yourself. And I mean, then it's like, you know, do I want to live like that? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> all of us that are living these soul love lives feel like that. And that's when you surround yourself with other people that are doing it too. So you kind of know this is what this is all about. But that's also, and then again, it's like new level, new devil. So that's yes. when, you know, yes, there's still blocks. And what I love what I, that I've heard like my mentors say is that it doesn't go away. So like at every, so knowing that and hearing people that are like further along than me on this journey, it just gives me comfort because it's like, oh, well then as long as I just get, get comfortable moving through the discomfort, I can keep doing this because look at, and the other thing that helps is to look back and see how far you have come and look for the evidence when it did work out. And when, once I followed those nudges, it, it was, it was a good move. Right. And so finding that evidence is really important too. So there's something here then about managing your emotions. Yes. Moving through the discomfort, knowing what tools work for you to do that. So I talk a lot about like managing your energy or finding your go-to, you know, whether it's like hypnotherapy or EFT tapping or journaling or going on a walk and just getting fresh air to like move through that uncomfortable moment, move your energy. A lot of times just moving your energy helps. I know a lot of people who like dance around their house. I mean, there's just in knowing what works for you, I think is really important to move through that, those uncomfortable moments. 
Yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent. I think there's like these micro actions that you take on a daily basis to like manage it daily. And then I try to do something bigger, like on the weekend or on vacation or something like that to even bring it down. And this is something I don't talk about enough. I don't think I used to talk about a lot more is that digital detoxing, like 24 hours on the weekend with no Instagram, no phone. The only thing I'm doing is texting. So you'd have to have my phone number. And even that is not, that's delayed texting. This is not, it's like my phone's locked up and I'm going to check it to make sure, like, I don't know, because I'm going to make sure if my kid's not home or something like that, I'm going to look at my phone to make sure that they're safer and stuff like that. But that one has been a fucking game changer for me. And that was part of me getting quiet because I'm not consuming content, even podcasts. Like I won't listen to podcasts, which I love. You know, I won't read a book. I won't do anything because I want to be of my own feelings because it's hard sometimes to discern. Like when you get real jazzed up on a book or a podcast or someone inspirational, for me, it's really hard sometimes to know like, oh, am I just doing this because I'm over here freaking managing out and I'm ready to like overachieve on this new thing I'm learning because it's super exciting or do I really want to do that? Yeah. Okay. That's such a good one. And I love that too. Like, and I, for me, it's like deleting the apps off my phone. I have to literally delete the apps off my phone just for a short period of time. You can re-download them. I, it's something that I don't think people think to do, but it really helps. And I don't talk about that one enough either. That, and that to me, that does two things. I mean, it's, it's talk about finding time. <laughs> that's <laughs> huge way to find time right there, but it's also that quieting and making space for that creativity to come through. And if you're in the excuses and the fear and, you know, all this like resistance we've been talking about, social media is not helping you. I mean, usually for scrolling at least. Except for our Instagrams are very helpful. So you can stay looking at those. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, that's true. But outside of that, like you should totally not go on Instagram. (laughs) But do it on your terms. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is on your terms instead of it being a habit and it like has this hold over you. It's true. Because I remember when I first started my business and part of my marketing strategy is to show up on social media consistently and I would just get sucked into the hole, especially of the external validation. And now I'm pretty proud of myself. I've gotten a lot better of like, using it really intentionally or getting someone to help me use it intentionally. And uh, even though I'm showing up, which I do like to show up and I'd love to connect on there, I'm not scrolling. So if we're DMing, we're DMing because that's me and you, but I'm not scrolling because I've realized that the amount of content that's coming at me, like sometimes I just can't take it all in. And then my creativity is not my creativity. And curious if you've experienced this with like your clients or yourself, I think, and especially in the morning, and this is something I've been working on with some of my clients around like that feeling of wanting to be creative or wanting to get dressed or what insert, whatever that thing is you want to do is I've stopped consuming content. I used to consume content when I would do my hair and my makeup and I've stopped consuming content in that space. And it's almost like I'm trained to my brain to be creative now in that space. And I swear I get the best ideas which I think everyone gets the best ideas in the shower anyway. So you're coming out the shower and then you just continue that creativity train, right? So like, I don't let anyone from my family come in 
That's my time. So like everyone knows, like, I don't give a shit if the house is burning down, call your dad. (laughs) So good. And what I'm hearing is you're creating this like sacred container of space and, and you're setting the intention. So setting the intention of this is when, which I often talk about, you know, just if somebody can't make a decision or if they're scared about like how much to charge for something or, you know, not sure what to do. It's like kind of surrendering that and like asking the universe, bring me that answer, you know, tomorrow before that meeting or whatever it is, like giving your, so there's something powerful about just setting that intention. So what you're doing is setting the intention that those ideas are going to come through during that time period. And then there it is. And then you're kind of training your brain. This is when we do this. So that's so good. I mean, it kind of reminds me of like the power of a morning routine. And it could also be getting out into nature or that that's when your ideas come and when you move your body or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I definitely see the, yeah, the, when you put the phone away or that like constant stream, even if it's TV. Yeah incoming. And and so the other thing that I heard though is, and that I do see with my clients and myself is, you know, what the trigger is, you know, the problem area. Yeah. And it is different for everyone. Like somebody else's might be Netflix. They know what they're, it's kind of a numbing out. So it's sort of like knowing where you're numbing out and, and freeing that up somehow that's powerful. Oh yeah. Scrolling is definitely one of my numb outs. And sometimes I, I'll set a timer and I'll just let myself scroll for like 10 minutes because I just want to do it. And I do like to, well, I love to study people. I love to see what people are doing and talking about and things like that. So I do do that regularly, but it has to be with intention or I'll notice that all the, all the negative self-talk will kick up. And then I just don't feel like I'm being creative. So that leads me to something else I really want to talk to you about that I think applies that both of us are really curious about and it comes up a ton is this idea of the identity of the person who can do that someday win project, right? Like when when I said out loud, like, oh, I'm going to be a podcaster or oh, I'm going to be a stylist. There's like this assumed identity of the big someday win project that but I'm not the person that does this. And like use the gym is a really good example. Like I'm not the person that works out. So how do you, like, have you seen that come up in your business? Do you have any hot tips, tricks, strategies, insert word of choice that you use with clients or even yourself to kind of start to build that? Because I think the identity comes from everything you've said so far, the daily, yeah. daily habits. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, I sort of like reverse engineer this. So when somebody says what I really want to do is this, then I will ask them to project themselves forward. I mean, in an imaginary, like a visualization or who is that person? Envision yourself having done the thing, having the podcast, having this business. Who is that person? What's different about them than you? And really embracing that new identity and and asking yourself, what do they spend their day doing? What are their habits? getting really, really curious about who they are. How do they dress? I mean, I think this is the perfect reason why we both talk about it. How do they dress? What do they look like? Um, How will it feel when it's done? And then the fastest way to get there is to become that person tomorrow. So if that person works out every day, if that person eats 
nutritious meals, if that person drinks a green juice every day, if they have, you know, people that help them with X, Y, and Z. I mean, that one gets tricky when you don't have the money yet, (laughs) but you can kind of dabble in it. And there's ways to do that. Like there's ways to have that feeling of being supported even before you hire the virtual assistant, or that might even involve having your kids do some of the things at home and that kind of stuff. You're supported. They, you know, so a lot of times it's, stepping into that new identity now. Yeah. Um, shout out to my business owners. You can write off your kids on your, it's working for your business up to a certain amount. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Cause it's very true. I might, <laughs> I have my son help me all the time. time. <laughs> I'm like, can you proofread this? I need to use that honors English right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if that answers your question though. Of identities. Yeah, I think it does. And I think there's this other layer going back to what I'd asked you before about like, am I too old to do this? I think the thing with identities is it's not like you said earlier, black and white too, right? I don't think anything's that black and white, but we want it to be so bad as humans. Exactly. Everything is very human that we talked about, obviously, but we want everything to be black and white. We want to say, I am or am not the person that does this. And it's just not true. And like, I see that a lot. And when people come to me for styling is because they come to me and they say, well, I only, I like this, I like this, I like this. And I'm like, well, that's just the one version of you. Cause I think we're so many different versions. So I think that identity, cause you have your mom archetype and you have you know, your business archetype. You're, you said like your professional, successful professional archetype. Then you have, you know, this like glitter unicorn version of yourself that you are maybe on the weekends or on vacation. And like, I think you and I've even talked about this before around style and fashion, like having a fling with fashion when we're on vacation, because no one knows us. So it's easier to dress up when we're not in our hometown and around our normal people. So I think the identity isn't as black and white. And I think it's a little bit more playful and we can, we give ourselves permission. Yeah. And there can be incremental steps towards it. I mean, I think that's even you talk about that with style, like maybe it's just an accessory or like a pop of color and you can do that with, you know, you don't have to be the full blown new identity. I mean, maybe you feel like you can't, but you can incrementally step into it in different areas and that gets you there. And then you kind of can go to the next level because you feel comfortable doing that. And then just playing with it is really powerful in surfacing those excuses and surfacing those blocks because then you're telling, you know, you're surfacing, what is it about the fact that I think I'm too old, why I can't do this? Is it because, I mean, what what specifically about being too old is stopping you? I don't know what that would be for style, but I think, you know, I... I see it all the time with just, you know, I should have, I mean, I think there's something a lot of times of like, I should have done it already. Yes. Yes. And then, well, okay, that isn't serving you, but, but what, you know, why not now or why not a, a portion of it now? And just getting really, really curious. Yeah. I think you're totally right. I think it's because of just like you, you're supposed to follow this checklist. You know, you go to college, you get a job, you work that job, you get married, you have kids, you retire. I mean, I got a degree in fashion in the year 2000. I never did anything with it until 2020. And there were huge parts of me that were like, oh, this is dumb. I can't believe I'm starting this in my 40s, right? Oh, but wow. yeah. Also, that's, like, 
Yeah, but that is telling you something. And that's kind of that productivity shame that I talk about where, I mean, it could just be shame in general, but you're just kind of judging yourself for that. But there is clues in there in terms of what you want to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> like trust your younger self because some she knew a little bit what she was doing. <laughs> On the age thing, I think it's interesting as I think about this a lot. So for style where it comes up is like people stop shopping at certain stores because they think they're only like once they hit a certain point or like I can't wear that because only young people do that. And like there's a way to do it no matter your age at all. And like one thing that is real hot to me right now, and I think this is how I deal with being scared every day, (laughs) is... If I live for 40 more years, like if I'm 42 and I just live for 40 more years, it's 82. I don't think that's that crazy to think that that's possible. Ew. Am I supposed to feel old like this for 40 more fucking years? (laughs) It's actually young when you put it in that perspective. Right. Yeah. I could die tomorrow or I could live. What are you going to do? Just wear the same thing? Yeah. For the rest of the 40. That's boring. Yes, it's so more. And it's just another construct that you're putting yourself in. And that's why, like, I think clothes are an easy place because, well, it can be really charged because it's not actually easy when it comes to body confidence. But it's an easy place to play, to be like, it's just clothes. You can just take it off. You're not hurting anybody. You're not doing anything. You know, you're not like quitting your job or dropping your health care insurance. You just bought a blazer in <laughs> a new color. <laughs> It could feel that scary, but that you gotta like check yourself. Yeah, yeah I think it's a great entry space to like the self awareness. Like, oh, this felt really scary. Well, I did that. You know, now maybe I can tell Kristen that I want to start a podcast, leave my job, or get new health insurance, or maybe I can share it with my community. I think it's like almost like an entryway into like just learning and uncovering those blocks. And you were just talking about like looking for your blocks. Hmm like trigger hunt them, like treasure hunt them, but let's trigger hunt them. Like you're looking for them. You're looking for them. And that really, it kind of is a reframe that helps because you don't like have the shame on top of it. It's like, no, I want to uncover these blocks. And I think of it as like weeding the garden. Like you have to like pull it out of you. And when you say it, it, there's power in saying it. So when you seek it out, I mean, that's kind of what you're doing when you're weeding the garden, you're like looking for it, pull it out. And then, you know, it doesn't always go away forever, but get it out. Yeah. I mean, it's going to come back unless you get some weed killer. (laughs) (laughs) You shared a lot of really good tips and just a lot of insights. Is there any last thing that you want to make sure we cover for anyone that's listening? Well, I just think that it's powerful, this new identity bit and like the piece where our two worlds merge and to just play with that. Because if you do envision your new identity, identity, having done the thing and start to do something like dress like that future self dresses, that can be so powerful. And it doesn't, I mean, I think it's a perfect example of it doesn't need to be a big, huge thing. And just remember that. Yeah. So I, I love the merging of the new identity thing and that, and that it could be just simply tomorrow becoming that new identity, having those habits of the person, as opposed to like the big scary actions that we're talking about. I mean, what if you just start there? Yeah. And I've read in a lot of blogs or self-help articles or whatever that actually one of the big tips they say when you're doing 
like you've hired Kristen to help you with your someday win project, a way to make yourself actually stay on track and feel good when you're taking scary action is to dress up because you're boosting your mood. And like, they'll say like, you go into the gym, we'll go buy some new cute gym leggings or some new running shoes, like to put on your body physically to ground you because mentally and emotionally, it's a lot going on. So there's huge connection for like dressing for that. Like one of my, like one of my accountant friends was like, she always dresses up when she sits down to do like her monthly books or her taxes because it's like, it's almost becomes like a ritual. It's like, okay, I'm going to dress up because I'm amazing because I deserve it. And I'm going to spend these 15 minutes doing that thing that Kristen told me to do. (laughs) It helps you step into your power. Yes. Yeah. Put on your cape. Feel amazing. Yeah. This is great, Kristen. What do you have going on? What is everything that everyone needs to know about you? Where can they find you? Okay. So my website is kristenswansonconsulting.com. You can go there, download my free Make It Happen Planner. That's a really good place to start. And then my Instagram is kristen underscore swanson underscore. And I always have stuff there. I do like three-day challenges and things like that. So just follow me there and yes, get started because why are we waiting? Get that someday win project off the ground. And I will make sure all of your detailed contact information is in the show notes. If you guys didn't catch it, you can just click through and get straight to Kristen. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. As always, I love chatting with you and hanging out with you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me.